Kum lenen ablat gemore, today's daf is daf kuf tes amel alef. We'll begin the Mishnah, daf kuf ches amel beis on the bottom. Says the Mishnah, hamegadesh ese isha. Somebody, Reuven, divorces his wife, and then vehechazidah, he takes her back, which you're allowed to. Now, when Reuven divorced his wife, none of his brothers were able to marry Reuven's wife because it's their brother's divorcee. But then Reuven himself took her back. And the question is, and then Reuven passes away childless. Do the brothers, the question is the brothers now. In the first, initially, there was an Easter for them to marry her because it was the brother's divorced wife. But the second time around, now he died. It's his full-fledged wife. So does the Easter that was there before remain? Or now we look at it as, as it is now. Now it's the midst of Yibum. And now she's a full-fledged wife. So they do have a mitzvah. We'll have a machlekes. And we don't say that the, the first you know, marriage ruined it all in Fafang. You don't say that at all. You look at it now. However, Rabbelezer forbids it. And Imar will say it's because of Xerah, as we'll see in a minute. The likewise, Hamagadish, as you divorced, let's say, a young girl that got married, and she was married all by her mother or by her brothers. In other words, she was only married, let's say, to Reuben. And then Reuben divorced her. Now we're talking about Akhtana. And then Reuben took her back. So the first marriage and divorce was Rabbanon, and then he took her back, and now she is married, Mahatreda. She's now she's now older. He either took her back when she was young, but now they live together, so that now that she's full-fledged married, Mahatreda, she's a mitzvah yibu. And Rabbelezer Oyser, Rabbelezer Asas, even in that case, because the original, because the first marriage ended up in divorce, which made her Asas to all the brothers, and that Isa remains in play, and why would that be? Because you have a mitzvah yibu, Mahatreda, and that marriage and divorce is only with Rabbanon, again, because of his data, we'll see in a minute. Um, and and exhaled because of the following case. Tana, a young girl, Shehesia, via her father, married off, and his gosh, the young girl got, got married, Mahatera, and then she was divorced. The father loses his rights over her. I told you yesterday, the, the few days ago, the Machlik is whether he loses it completely or he only lost his rights, Mahatera, but he's no worse than siblings and mother that he can marry with Rabban. But the bottom line is, she is a divorcee, Mahatera. Then when the Reuben took her back, now the second time around is only with Rabbanon. And then he died. Since Mahatera, since Mahatera, she's a divorcee, none of the brothers can marry her. With Rabbanon, there's a mitzvah of Yibam now, let's say, but the Rabbanon cannot take away the Isa that's there from the Torah because her second marriage to her husband is only with Rabbanon because her father no longer has the right. And, and, and therefore, she admits of Yibam is only with Rabbanon, but facing that, or confronting that is an Isa of the Torah. Everyone holds a Surah And that's what Rabbi Lezer holds. Because of this din, we're going to be glazing on all those other cases which the din should be that she, they could marry, but because of the Gzayda. As Imar will explain. Amar Eva says, Eva, my time, Rabbi Lezer, what's this for? Um, so first thing, Mara thought, because the first time around when she was divorced, it already was us to the brothers, that Isa remains. That's the part, because Isa remains. How come the din is that she needs a chalitza? If the Isa remains that she's not allowed to marry any of the brothers-in-law, then she shouldn't even require chalitza. Maybe you're right. Who said you need chalitza? The mission doesn't mention a word about chalitza. No, because she still needs chalitza. So it can't be the reason is because the Iser that was there from, from, as a divorcee remains. You know what? We don't know. I give up. No idea what his logic is. I'm going to buy a bias. I'll tell you what I think your logic is. So uh, Bayi says, hi, the time, Rabbi Loza. This is what Rabbi Loza, Rabbi Loza did not know. 
He meets him at Pelot of himself. Why did he insist on Chalitza the denies her Yibum? Because he wasn't sure if the, the Easter of, of the divorce, of being a divorced wife from the first marriage, remained, lingers on, and therefore she cannot marry the brothers, a putter from everything. Or no, you look at it now, and now she's a full fledged wife, and there's a mitzvah. So you know what? Chalitza with no Yibum. He's not sure. You know, is it now? It happens now, or it happens when, uh, as soon as um, they got married, and, um, and the Easter was already there because the divorce was found. And therefore, or and the chilikas follows. If it happens now, the chesam If it's the first marriage that causes everything to happen, then after the first marriage, which was terminated by a get, she was also to the brother of Elam. And therefore, because of the suffix, that's a biased understanding of Rabbi opinion. Come along, Rabbi says, I'll give you a different understanding. No question that he holds that now is the mitzvah of Yibu. So if now is the mitzvah of Yibu, how can Abelaza did not allow her to marry her brother-in-law? Miu hakol bikim Everyone was aware that she was divorced. The ain hakol bikim Everyone was aware that she got remarried. And therefore, if they see her married the brother-in-law, they're going to wonder. They're going to wonder what's going on here. How could she live with the brother-in-law? She's a divorcee. So the Imara says, for some reason or another, according to Rabbi, everyone knows about divorce, but not everyone knows about marriage. Everyone knows that she was remarried. Even the officer, too, so everyone see that she comes out of his house. I would say they'll live together again. And of course, with tongues wag, and they are going to say that she's remarried. So what's the problem? Eastly color. Me, so he so he answered back, me why can't we say that it's talking about me doesn't mean definitely we're talking about this case, but why can't I say that the Mish is talking about a very weird case, and that is the Hadadurza, everyone knew she was divorced. Then one night, middle of the night, he took her back, and three hours later, he died. So no one knows that she got remarried, and therefore, the, that, that's what we're worried about. Bit far fetched, but that's what we're worried about. It's like Boyaz and Rus, because it says that that night they, they had relations, and, they, and in the morning, he passed away. Come along, Ravashi. Now, we have this very often. Abai and Rav have an argument from Shatni Gemara, come along, Ravashi, and sorts it out. Now, Ravashi was only born when Rav, according, according to Rashi, when Rav passed away. Not like the Rambam was, who said of Ashi learned from Rabbah. But Ravashi was born when Rabbah passed away, and then it's possible that Ravashi was involved in this discussion. This is many years later. Ravashi, Ravashi says, I'll tell you the reason of Lazar, like I just told you before about the Gzeda. At the time of Lazar, the Gzeda, he was worried about the last case in the Mishnah. Hani, these two cases, and the first two cases in the Mishnah, where, you know, he was divorced, and, and you know, the, the, the second marriage is just as strong, they're both Mahatayro, they're both in the Rabbanon. That um, the Gaza was going to Hani Mishum Yusayim Bechayo, because the last case in the Mishnah, which is if she was a Yusayim Bechayo, oh, so she was divorced Mahatayra, the second marriage was only with the Rabbanon, and the midst of Yibin the Rabbanon cannot take away the Isa of the Torah being your brother's divorced wife. And how can that make sense? But it's only safe for the very last case the Mishnah brings us up, Kitana Shisiyavir, a case where a young girl was married by a father with his guy who got divorced, so she had to get Mahatayra. And then she's considered ki yisayme v'chayavim. The father's continuing to live. She's considered an orphan v'chazid. And she went back to her husband. Now the marriage, second marriage is only mid Rabbonum. So therefore, everyone holds in that case since the Mitzvah of You cannot proceed with it. Why do I need a mission to tell me that? Hang my This halach is quite obvious. Just think it through. It's obvious. Since the father no longer has any rights over her, and she's a young girl, she's only married with Rabbonum. And uh, she's considered a divorcee. You're your brother's divorcee. So what's this Kiddush? Isn't the mission trying to tell you that time with the Rabbi this is the very basis of Rabbi Loza's Gzeda, the Gazar Hanach Meshum that the first two cases of the mission is forbidden. You know why? Because of this case. Shema Minah is a good proof. 
that she cannot allow to marry her brother will admit she gave her share, give her shimur. Matreda, all we recognize is that she's a divorced woman. The ain't chazarosa, chazarosa, you worry about a second marriage. Matreda is not considered. But he wanted to say, she gives her, kishi hiktana, this all said, they divorced her, kishi hiktana. Oh, this is talking, um, it was, um, so I met one, but she gives her shiktana. He divorced her when she was young. The hechzida kishiktana, and he took her back when she was young. So the second marriage is only midrabon. I will give her kishiktana if he divorced her when she was young, and then a few years later she's now an adult, and he convinced her to come back. This marriage now is mahatayda. So now she got married is mahatayda. So therefore, if the husband dies, it's yibba mahatayda. Inami hechzida kishiktana, or he took her back to tana begodla etzloi, or either he married her when she became adult, or he married her when she was still a youngster, but she remained with him even after she became adult. The mason he died. Then oichelets is oimisiabem. The rabban hold well. We look at it now. Now she's a full-fledged married mahatayda, and doesn't matter if she's the wife before mahatayda. She's a full-fledged wife, and therefore there's a mitzvah yibum. However, Moshe Rabbeinu Amru Again, in case he took her back when she was young, and she's still young when he passed away. So therefore, he says, Let's say he took her back when she was an adult, according to Rabbi Lezer. We have a gazeta that she cannot marry only Chalitza. What about a co-wife? What about the co-wife, according to Rabbi that since the, the, the first one is considered a grusha, your brother's divorced wife, <coughs> and therefore, it's Alexander. Yeah, the other brother can marry her. What about the co-wife? Amalei, uh, so the Amalei said he goofed Alexander. The only reason why she cannot marry her brother is only Alexander and Midrabbanon, because she should be able to marry. If I now make of an Alexander, in the first two cases, the mission of holding Alexander Midrabbanon, because next time you know she's a youngster, then father, you know, then got divorced, married, and so on. The whole thing is only Midrabbanon Alexander because of that, and we want an answer that's her as well. Is exedel exedel says the Gemara about Tanya didn't learn the Brayzer Blazer Amru he bitzayrosa chayletzes. It sounds like that the that the co-wife also is bound by this very same exedel. So the Gemara says he bitzayrosa salkadatach. What do I mean? It sounds like if you could take the Brayzer literally, it sounds like she and her co-wife both receive chalitza. No such thing. Only one of the two wives needs chalitza. Yibam and that's it. The other one automatically is exonerated. Elav oihi oitzayrosa chayletzes. It means that the Gemara's question is either she or the tzara. They receive chalitza. Now, why is it says back once the moment you have to edit the brisa, then I'll edit it differently. This I shall read the brisa. He chalitza. She's limited only to chalitza. The Torah has a choice. Says the Gemara. Next mission. She had Reuben and Shimon. Both of them were married to two young girls. And let's say Reuben's husband died. So by the two sisters, two sisters, Leah and Rachel married um, Reuben and Shimon. Now, of course, if, if um, what do you call it? If Reuben uh, dies, Shimon cannot marry Reuben's wife, which is his wife's sister. 
So therefore, there's no yibum nothing. Halal takes him from Achayisish. So Ruben's wife is is exonerated. The chen shteich harosh. The same thing applies to two people. Definitely, they're only married with the rabbanon, and the two sisters married two brothers. Again, the the brother who died childless, she's free. But here's the situation: gedolah v'tana. Reuben married a gedolah Leah, who was an adult, so he was married mehatayim. And now, if Reuben dies, there's a mitzvah even on the brothers. Shimon is married to her sister midrabbanon, and she can always just walk out by doing meal. So the question is, what happens in this case here? Um, so it depends who died. So Shimon, who's married to Rachel, a younger woman, her, um, yeah, he died. So now Reuben has is married to uh, Rachel's sister Leah. So Rachel goes free. She cannot go to Reuben because it's a wife, it's her sister, sister's husband. But what about made by Reuben died. So Shimon has a mitzvah to marry Reuben's wife. But the problem is, he's married to Shimon, to Leah's sister, Rachel. What happens in this case? Isabeleza says, We coax this girl, Shimon, his wife, to walk out so that Shimon and, and Leah can get married and fulfill a mitzvah the title of Yibu. That's what he says. <clears throat> um, however, Rabbi Gamal says, We don't coax anybody to do mean. As we'll see later, it's not a good idea. We don't like people doing mean. But he says, if she did me and fine, but if not, Shimon can still remain married to his wife. The question is another, there's another variable there. Can Shimon remain married to his wife because it's the sister of his Zika? Mahatoida, he's bound to Leah because of the mitzvah of Zika. And now he's married to, he's living with Leah's sister, Ruch Rachel. So, um, so he holds, there's no Zika, and therefore he doesn't have to divorce his own wife, the sister of a Zika, because he doesn't believe in Zika. Remember, he had a big machlekes. If Zika exists, it doesn't exist. Um, so he says, um, Wait until Rachel becomes an adult. So now Shimon will be married to Rachel Mahatayda. And then Reuben's wife is free to go because it's a sister, it's a sister's husband. Rabbi Shua says, Rabbi Shua says, Oiloi, woe is both of them get hurt over here. Oiloi Alishta, woe is to Shimon's wife, and Oiloi Al Ashazafi, woe is to Reuben's wife. Why? He cannot live. Um, beget. He cannot live with his wife, Rachel, because she is the sister of a Zika, and he does believe in, in Zika, so the sister of Zika. And um, so why don't you just tell to do Miun? Because we don't encourage Miun, as we've seen in the Gemara. And, 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 he, and because he believes in Zika, she cannot remain married to Shimon, because she is a sister of the Zika. On the other hand, the age is Achib Chalitza. But she can no longer, he, nor can Reuben's wife Leah marry him, because since Shimon gave a divorce, to um, to Rachel, so um, you're not allowed to marry um, your, your divorced sister's husband, and therefore she is a Shimon cannot marry his wife's his divorced wife's sister, so therefore they cannot marry, but they do chalitza. Why chalitza? Because only their, their whole divorce is the rabban. Says the Gemara, how can you encourage a girl? According to the first opinion, to go in Abel Lezer, to, to do me and about turning back to a person should, do, should to, to follow the follow three things, be a distance from the following things. 
Three things. Um, that Chalitza is preferred option over Yibum. Number two, bring peace into people's lives. And number three, cancel the whole idea of Nedev and go as follows. We'll explain each one. And the following, those are three good things that one, you should know you all in the And three bad things are Min Amin, don't encourage me Min Hapigdainas, don't. Don't uh, in, in, encourage taking picodmas and monitoring, watching for people as soon see. Uminervinas and don't become a guarantor of people's loans. And the more explain before we get to explanation. Me and the mitzvah shiny, right? We don't generally encourage me. But over here, the reason why Abeleza says we encourage him to uh, his wife to be my answer in order for Reuven's wife Leah to be able to fulfill the mitzvah Yibu. So for a mitzvah's sake, we will do it. Now, what's going on here? Gufa, what's the first chalitza we follow? Abishol says the Tanya Abishol and how clean is as We learned before. Abishol says if somebody marries his sister, Lashem, right? Because a beautiful woman, Lashem Ishes, he Pasha wants to get married. You're marrying a sister If you don't marry Lashem Shemayim, then it's as if you are living with your sister which is Arayis. In theory, your child is almost like a mamza. So therefore, we, we, we encourage Chalitza. Number two of our shalom, bring peace. Let's see what it says. Back a shalom, middle phase. You search for shalom, and says after it. The reward that you get will make exactly shalom from back a shalom, but it fails to another. Here it says back a shalom, but it fails. Elsewhere, says, if you chase after tzedakah and, and charity and goodness, you'll find all these wonderful things like and tzedakah and covet. And therefore, chasing after shalom is, is a wonderful thing. And you get a schar in Olam Hazar and in Olam Havla. Um, what do you call it? Covet in Olam Hazar and chayim and all that is in Olam Havla. And tzedakah is in Olam Havla. If somebody makes a nedit, it's as if you build during the time of the English a bummer in your backyard, which is forbidden to have a bummer. And, um, and, and we learn that because it says in the Pasuk, if you stop and you avoid making the dorim. And then it says, this is how Tesla learns. And um, and then it says, that you should eat before davening, because it says, you should avoid from the person that the Nisham is in his nose. And we say before davening, the Nisham is, is still in your nose. And it says, and we darshan, so we find the word, and it says there, so we make the Nisham by Nedah, it says, you should avoid it. What? It's as if you're building a bomb. Furthermore, I'm a kind of, if you continue with that net, you don't, and you're not mad that you don't unravel your net, or know your net, it's ki ilu hikriv, oh, leha, you did two of them, you built a bummer and you broke a bonus on it, which is terrible. We don't want you to, to make vows. We want to do something, to, except when it comes to do a mitzvah, you want to encourage them to do a mitzvah. Because Dilma, perhaps, what happens? She grows up and she's adult, and she has regrets why she left the first husband. And we're worried that maybe the first husband then will encourage her to, um, to come back to him because they live together. And you know, she was young, she's mature, and now she grew up to be a nice girl, and it'll cause strife in her second marriage. Therefore, we don't like Miyunin. We don't encourage me because maybe we'll have regrets later on. 
somebody you really know well, somebody you're very intimate with and you know really, really well, you shouldn't really have that pecan in your house because either mistakes or the guy's a swindler, things can happen to go awry. For example, the Bamosa, the Baisa, Ki Baisa Dami. People, the locals in the house, your house is like his house. They walk in freely into your house. And what happens? He walks in, he sees his pecan, takes it back, and a week later he comes to you, where's my object? You didn't even notice him taking it. Mina Robin, what do you mean you shouldn't get involved in, in, in the being a guarantor on people's loans? We're talking about Arve Shaltzian in a place called the Raja Tupshatin, but in a place called Shaltzian over there, they had a custom that if somebody borrowed money as a guarantor, they would go directly to the guarantor. The law is first you go to the borrower. If you can't pay, then you go to the guarantor. It's the last resort. They would go as a first resort to the guarantor because usually the guarantor had money. Let the guarantor fight it out with the borrower. It says the posse, it is a posse that says, bad and follows bad because he was a the, the stranger became a guarantor and the and we'll come back to the and where it says one bad thing after another bad thing will come the mekadle gate uh, first of all, to those who accept, we said out of Zor, those who take responsibility for, for Gerim. What's wrong with Gerim? So uh, Rashi says, I'll see in a minute. Will the Arve shall and those who become guarantors of Tzin, will the Tekeya Atwa, the Tosik ends off, the Soine Toki Betech. We hate those who set themselves down who are secure. And what does that mean? What do we hate? The Tekeya Atwa, people who set themselves down for Halacha. What does that mean? We'll see in a minute. Gaiden, what's wrong with those who accept Gaiden, encourage Gaiden, like We're talking about it here, encourage people who had no interest in becoming a Gaiden and convince them why to become Jewish. That's not a good thing. That Gaiden are difficult to eat like this leprosy. What do you mean? Because if they have some of their old habits, and we will learn from them. So therefore, we're talking about where we encourage them. Tayshari brings, we find many cases where Hill took, you know, those, those people that teach him the whole on one foot and other things, instances, and he took him as a gay because he definitely knew, first of all, they came to him, he also definitely knew that they were genuine, and therefore he accepted them in. In fact, Tayshari brings out the Gemara where it says that Abram, we were, Claudius was punished because Simna wanted to become Jewish, convert, they didn't know accept her, so she ended up marrying Alifaz, and they gave birth to Amalek, and the rest of history, we are suffering from that. So if somebody wants to come forward, definitely you should take them. So what it means over here is two things. Either you, we, um, we encourage them to become a gear. They're not really interested, and we push it, and that's not a good thing at all. And the second thing is that we don't, we, we accept them straight away without um, getting them to study without teasing out of them whether they're genuine or not genuine to make it a little bit harder for them so they have to really mean it if they want it. And if we don't do it, we make it easy, that isn't a, a good thing either. Taking a little further, Arve Shaltzian, what's that all about? The Avdi Sholov Dutz, they follow the pattern of Sholov Dutz, which means basically that they follow that you go straight to the Arv. They take away the normal rules that you go to the borrower, they go straight directly to the guarantor. What's his tekeya atmed varalacha? He sets, he pitches himself in, therefore halacha. The Morris is very interesting. Tan Rabbi Yisrael Amen. Kol Amen ain't like Torah. Anybody says I don't want to learn Torah, then ain't like Torah. Then he doesn't have any Torah. He doesn't have reward of Torah. So Rabbi isn't that obvious? Ela Kol Amen ain't like El Torah. He said, Look, the only thing I'm going to do is I am going to learn Torah, but I'm not going to do any mitzvahs. Then ain't like El Torah. Then all this chad he gets is for learning Torah, not for mitzvahs. New Hanam Shita. He learned Torah. He gets chad for that. Every mitzvah is a disparate mitzvah. You don't, you, you don't do another one, doesn't mean you don't get for the one you did. 
No. If you learn Torah and you don't follow the mitzvahs, you don't get this half of Torah either. My time of white takanat. I'm going to pop up across the post. It says you should learn and you should do. When do we say that you get half for learning if you follow through with the mitzvahs? But if you don't um, follow through with the mitzvahs, then you don't get half for Torah either. It's one way of learning. The way he said before, a person says, I don't have only Torah, he gets only his half of Torah. You ask the question, what's a Kiddush? If I said I learned Torah, all they'll do is learn Torah and he gets half of Torah. What's a Kiddush? It's a Kiddush. You're learning Torah and you love learning and you teach others. So we would have thought, and the others will do, and the others who learn Torah for you, they do the mitzvahs. You're a teacher in the from school and you teach them all about the mitzvahs, but you personally go home, you don't do any of the mitzvahs. So you would have thought, not only do I get schar for learning, perhaps I should get schar for all the mitzvahs that they do. We say no. Normally we say yes, because you're a catalyst for their doing the mitzvahs. Not in this case. Mao Dawa thought easily Angla today. He should get some kind of schar. what do you call? Uh tells you not in this case. Not in this case. Um uh, what are you called? Um, so, and not in this case. In this case, you don't get the schar from other people. And and that's the Kiddush over here. That because you yourself are not being the kind any of the mitzvahs, you don't get the schar from other uh, other mitzvahs. Even though we normally say that if you teach, uh, um, if you're a it's like you're a terrible thing, you're a um, that nobody will sin on account of you. Why? Because we don't want the Rebbe to be in Gehenim and the Talmud to be in Ganeim. So over here, how can it be that these Talmudim are all going to go to Gehenna because they're learning Torah and they're doing mitzvahs and you're, and the Rebbe is, is in Gehenna. Um, so therefore, Teresa says here, that's talking about that this person was not doing mitzvahs before he started teaching them. And because he was not doing mitzvahs before he started teaching them, <clears throat> then um, he was a Rosh already. Therefore, he doesn't get the Shachar of Talmudim. But if he um, was good till he started teaching them, then we believe the trade itself will make sure that he continues doing this himself and he will get schar. <clears throat> and that's why Elisha ben Abu, the problem with Elisha ben Abu was that he was continuing teaching on Meir, but he was bad before he started teaching on Meir. Because um, as the Gemara with Chagiga, he had music, philosophy books, and, and so on. And because he followed the, all that, he was really bad before even he started. Anyway, says he went further. He boys have another way of learning to care. What's a terrible thing here? I've been talking about dying a judge. That he once had a psak din and he had to look it up. He did his homework. And yes, he was very thorough. And then he has another case which is similar, not exactly the same, but similar enough. Madame Muslim Muslim decided to just draw an analogy. I have to look it up again because I remember something similar. The East Lake Rabba, he has. Uh, he has a teacher there, he has greater Dayanim he could consult with. For like, oh, the the he was so arrogant, he decided not to ask, and he passed him without even bothering to look up. Every Dayan has to imagine that there's a sword there between his thighs. The Gehenim the door is open right in front of him, and he should take his halacha seriously. It says, the bed around the 60 Gibaydim surrounding it, from the heroes, from the heroes, the Eden, and and they were frightened of the night. It says in the positive, each one had a sword by his thigh. They all had swords, they were all scared of a Gehenim, and therefore they took it seriously. 
Where does the number 60 come from? Rashi says these Gebarim were in the Lishkas Hagazah the Sanhedrin. Tesis asks, what do you mean? It was 70, it was 71. How many Dayani, how many Dayani were? Where does 60 come from? And he remains uh, with a question, and therefore he learns that Shishi means a 600,000 Yidin. Uh, that represents that they uh, represented the 600,000 years. <clears throat> says, says, if she's a mind, fine, fair enough. If she wasn't a mind, we don't encourage me whatsoever, but he doesn't believe in Zika, therefore he can remain married to his wife. Shimon can remain married to the younger wife. We have to wait till he becomes an adult, and then Reuben's wife goes scot free. What is the possible reason he says once she becomes an adult? So then Reuben's, uh, Reuben's wife is free. What's the story of Gamliel? Is it Mishum somebody holds Kedushe Kitana Mitlitoli? Is it he holds that when a nine year old girl gets married, the, the marriage is sort of in suspense? We don't know what's going to, how is it going to unfold? The Chigodla. When she becomes bas mitzvah and she's still there, then godly bahado, then if it becomes bas mitzvah, it, the marriage continues and, and becomes a full fledged marriage. Avgad lebol, even though they had no relations whatsoever. And Rashi says an amazing thing. And Tayses and Rashi will have a problem with Rashi. Sorry, Rashi will have a problem with Rashi. Um, Rashi says, then it turns out to be that if at the age of 12 she remained, then the Kedushin that she received at night turned out to be a full Kedushin, and she was married retrospectively. Um, and everyone, I mean, it's an unbelievable Kiddush. But according to Rashi, so the Gemara is that at the age, that at nine years old, you got married by your siblings, whatever it is, it's from Abana, till you're 12. But if you continued on at 12, even there's no be it, just the fact you continued on, then retrospectively, your Kedushin of nine was Mahatayra. Um, so somebody lived with her in sin, didn't they? The she remained on suddenly, retrospectively, became Isidra came in Ishazish, and so on. You cannot punish her because it was Asra Suffolk. We didn't know what how it turned out. But according to the opinion, for example, Asra Suffolk, according to one holds that Asra Suffolk, comes out of it with a 10 year old married girl, and then uh, two years from now, we find out that she's actually staying on. According to Rashi, with the would seem he committed the adultery Mahatayda. And you behave misa both of them. Very odd. Um, any other shame say oh, that's not shot at all. They learn comes age of twelve, and she remains on. Now it turns into mahatayra. I don't know. Perhaps we should explore the kasha chesi yibam and iftar yibam v'halchula. Maybe or has them shot all together. Really, the condition at nine years old is not only mitzrabah. Tayra is not condition at all. And um, yeah, and what is it about twelve years old? If he holds. Because 12 years old, you had relations. And it's the relation that you had with your husband at the age of 12 that now turned it into a marriage matter. And that's why Reuben's wife now is set free. If you marry, and furthermore, I, if you tell me what happened at the age of 12, is, is now it becomes his full-fledged wife because they had relations. But how can then Shimon live with his wife? He has Mahatayra and Mitzvah to marry Leah. And now after he had a Mitzvah to marry Leah, he goes ahead and he marries a sister. In fact, there's a machlekes. If you're, if, if there's a, if Reuben's wife died and now Shimon can marry her, it's a sister-in-law. He decided, can he marry um, the Yavama's wife, sorry, the Yavama's sister before he goes ahead? The Zika's already there. Can he marry Yavama's sister? If he does, then she's free. And obviously, if you follow this way of thinking, then he guess he can. You can marry the sister of Yavama after she became a Yavama, 
as long as you didn't marry yet, just for Zika there, you can marry. And then as a result of that, she goes away. But it all depends on whether they have relations after she became 12 years old or not. This is so he answered it back. Rav answered, this is the logic. No, it's the Bia at the age of 12 that makes it happen. And he holds that even though at that juncture already you had a Chiv to marry Reuben's wife, Leah, still you're allowed to marry Reuben, Leah's sister, Rachel, and now Leah is free. I believe that Rav was, was sort of up and uh, dozing and, uh, and up when he said this. He wasn't really he was only saying half heartedly. The Tani who didn't learn a brisa, mekadosh a ketana. If you leave, if you get engaged with a ketana, kedusha tuli in the kedusha was sort of hanging in the air. We're not sure how it will turn. What's going to happen when she's become twelve years old? So we see clearly the reason is is in a retrospect like Rashland. My tuli, what does tuli mean? Love kigodle godle bahador. If she hangs around until twelve years old, automatically, not only is she married from twelve, but now she learns she's retrospective married from age of nine. I've got lebol even had no relations. So that's the swara. Nothing to do with the allowed to marry the sister of Yerubam. No, that's what it means. It means taka. We don't know what's going to happen because at the age of twelve, could be they'll continue and they'll have relations. They'll continue on. Ebal the amra who why the amra because we don't know what's going to happen now. The amra she says who out of minoy he is better than me. He can always throw me out of the house. I'm better than him. I'm better than him because I can do me, and he's better than he can throw me out of the house. And we don't know how it's going to, we don't know how it's going to develop. Nothing to do with the fact it's the deal. It's the it's we don't know if they'll remain on after twelve. But if they do, then it's retrospect. Says the Gemara, but the way Rav and the Sava Rav Rav learned eball in Eloi ball. It's not enough that you came twelve years old. They had to have beer. So therefore, it's that beer that made it. It turned it into kedusha matayda. But Itma didn't we learn Akhtana Shulaymi? No, Akhtana who the age of twelve didn't walk out. The dealer and grew up under the nisas. And what happens? She wasn't a mind. She's twelve years old. She wasn't mine. She's married to Reuben. She didn't do me. And but then the under she went up the nisas and she married. Shimon, another guy. Rav says, That marriage is worthless because as soon as he hit 12 years old, she became married to Ruben Mahatayda and any condition she accepts from anybody else is worthless. So we see from here just the fact, the mere fact that she became 12 years old, an adult already makes her married. Um, and no beer. Ushmul says, No, that since there was no beer, you still need a get from second person. My love isn't the argument, the light ball, that there was no be here whatsoever. So Rab holds, nevertheless, it's married. And yes, how come Rab before said, he ball only they had relations. And my love, the light ball, really the ball, that really they had relations. Knew they had relations, Rab is correct. She's married to Reuben. Why should you need get from from the other woman, according to um, Shmuel? Eat the ball, my time is Shmuel. Because they're living right three years together, for example, and they continue having beer. You think for a second, the husband thinks, ah, this beer, three years later, we're going to turn it into marriage. He doesn't even think about it. He continues thinking that this is a continuation of his marriage from nine years old. So therefore, nothing happens. So we'll stop over here and continue with tomorrow night.